Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. Even your capacity to receive the knowledge contained in the blueprints is a direct correlation to the degree to which you believe you're worthy and capable of actually executing on them. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. I see you. (laughs) You're buzzing with energy. You're eager to start and you know you're meant for something more than what claims your best working hours each day. But knowing exactly what that something is, how to find it, your true calling, that's often the roadblock that keeps us stuck, waiting for permission, sitting on the sidelines. Finding your calling is a journey that begins with a little tiptoe forward and a lot of inner work and soul searching. My friend Raw Goddess is an entrepreneurial soul coach. What a cool title, right? And she's just the woman to help you begin the journey to really finding your true calling and understanding what your contribution is to the world. This whole episode is just filled with these sound bites where I'm like, oh, I need to hear this every single day. The way Ra explains things, the way that she breaks them down and makes you feel like, yes, I am worthy of creating a contribution to the world that I'm proud of. And even more than that, I am worthy of getting paid to do what I love. I feel like this is what women around the world need to hear. So whether you're multi-passionate and pulled in a million different directions, or you just don't know how to stay true to what you really love and turn it into a paycheck, this episode is yours. Are you ready to meet Ra? Let's go. Thanks to LinkedIn for supporting Gold Digger. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so that you can hire the right person fast. Find the right person with LinkedIn Jobs. Get $50 off your first job post at linkedin.com slash gold digger. What is your next big idea? 
I know you already have the ingredients to take what you know and turn it into the life and the business that you love. So let's figure out exactly what that looks like. Take the bank on your genius quiz at jennacutcher.com slash biz quiz. If there has ever been a name that summed up someone's character, it would be you, my raw goddess. And when I met you, OMG. <laughs> Welcome to the show. This has been a year in the making. I know, but it's such for me an honor to be here and just know that I feel the same way. You know, it's, oh. it's a mutual thing, Jenna. It's a mutual it's thing. such divine timing for all of this. And it's kind of funny because when we first met, I was 10 weeks pregnant. I was super sick. And I remember just sitting by you and just like putting my hand on your leg, like, dear God, Ra, help me through this. We were at a mastermind and it was like my brain was in slow motion. And I would just look to you and I feel like you just had this calm, like, we got this, we got this. And I feel like you've had that presence in my life ever since. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was, it was my joy. And, you know, to look at you and the baby and the family and just all of what has blossomed since Jen. I'm so proud of you. Okay. So before we dive into all the goodness, let's talk about your backstory. Take us on the journey that led you to this title of entrepreneurial soul coach, because that's one of my favorite titles ever. <laughs> well, thank you. And if I could sum it up in one word, I would say Rocky. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and I think sometimes when we hear people's stories, you know, there's always a kind of a comparison of, well, I didn't have all that hardship or, well, it wasn't all that neat for me or put together for me. You know what I mean? And I think yes. the important thing is that, you know, we come however we come. And in my particular case, you know, I'm a change of life baby. I like to describe I'm a change of life baby who's been kind of born into this intersection of civil rights and hip hop. And my parents were very active in community coming up and they had me when they were in their forties. And, you know, these values of education and family and giving back were the kinds of things that were always drilled into my siblings and I, and I'm the youngest of four. And, you know, so I knew on some level that life was about making a difference in the lives of other people. In other words, working in ways that could make other people's lives better, right? And I think that that followed me over the years, though I, like all of us, at some point succumbed to the pressure of what the typical standard recipe for success is, you know, you check the box with the perfect job and, you know, you try to find mm -hmm. the perfect partner, you know, it's all those things. Right. And I definitely had my season of that. And then in my mid twenties, I went through something called the Saturn's return and that, you know, for folks who are not into astrology and you should know, I was not at the time. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Basically it means holy hell breaks loose in your life. And, yeah. and everything gets turned upside down. It's like if you grab your pocketbook and you just shake it and just dump the contents onto the floor. And that's kind of what happened to me. And it began with the death of my mother, very unexpectedly, very suddenly. And there's nothing like death that will cause you to ask those big questions. You know, crisis, any kind of form of crisis, I think takes us to our knees and kind of brings us to the heart of the matter. And for me, it began with the death of my mother. And, and then it just, it kind of, believe it or not, went downhill from there and like it could get any worse. But yeah. in that, 
I began really asking and soul searching about what it was that I was here to do. And, you know, this part of me that always knew that making a difference in the lives of other people was important, making people's lives easier was important, helping to make people's lives better was important. Like that stayed in the center as a constant sort of like guiding light in my life. And and as I kind of came through my corporate reality and kind of completed that through this Saturn's return moment, I began working in the New York City public schools, doing conflict resolution and mediation work. And that was where I began to kind of get the taste of or the opening of this idea of personal growth and transformation and development. The entrepreneurial soul conversation was derived from, I think, my work being about getting to the heart of the matter. And so the soul part is like, I'm in a soul conversation with anybody that I'm serving. So I'm not just listening to like, what does your stomach say? Or what does your head say? I want to know what your heart says. And anytime we're in a conversation about your life and what you're up to and your purpose, we're going to be talking through your heart. We're going to be talking to your heart and you're going to be talking through your heart. That's where we get the soul part. The entrepreneurial part comes from from freedom and liberation. And I believe that the path of entrepreneurship has always been about being able to forge your own definition of success and to create your own reality. Every entrepreneur that I know, right, true entrepreneur that I know has been inspired by a vision of freedom and inspired by wanting to create something, wanting to solve a problem, wanting to bring a solution to the table, wanting to improve the lives, right, of people. And so for me, it's kind of the entrepreneurial and the soul brings all of those things for me together that are important, which is liberation and truth, you know, and truth. So what does an entrepreneurial soul coach do? Like, let's say I'm like, Ra, I need you. I need you. What does that look like manifested like in real life? Yeah, I help you find and really own your purpose and your calling. I help you find and really own the truth of who you are. And I help you develop and architect the strategies to make it so in the world in a way that is profitable and impactful. That's what I do. Okay, so I'm listening. And do you ever do this when you're listening to a conversation and I'm thinking of the objections that people might have? And the objection I'm thinking of is people that might be listening and they're saying, what if I don't know what my calling is? Like, do you think that finding your calling is this spiritual journey or is it just about figuring out what you're good at? Yeah, it's interesting because I think it's both and. Yeah. Like we come at it from so many different perspectives. Some people at a very early age, they know what it is. Some of us, people like me, we knock around forever (laughs) trying to get clear. You know what I mean? But what I will say is that my experience of our calling is that it is that thing that is always tugging at us. It's the thing that we are supremely good at 
but don't always own that we're really good at it. You know what I mean? It's the thing that our family comes to us for, our friends come to us for. The other thing I would say about it for me, because I do think there's sort of like a prerequisite for like how you define it, is that it gives us joy when we share it. Because a lot of us are good at a lot of stuff, but we ain't necessarily passionate about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And we find ourselves in situations where we're doing the things that we're good at, but it's not giving us life. It's not making our hearts sing. It's not making our toes curl, right? And so our ability to really own what's at the center of our deepest longings, to really own the things that we dream about and the things that we aspire to do. And it's the combination of the things that we're really great at and the things that light our fire. And being able to have that marriage that really begins to kind of put us on the path. You are the perfect person for this next question. And I don't think I've ever asked it on the show. So I'm actually really excited about it. You said a word earlier. You said profitable. And right away in my head, I know that as women, we are almost apologetic for getting paid to do the things we're passionate about. It's almost like we've been trained that like work is work and like stay in your lane and the things that you're passionate about, you should just give to the world. Walk me through kind of the process of what it looks like for bringing in profits for something you're passionate about and why that should be something that we're striving for as women. Yeah, such a great question, Jenna. So the first thing is to accept that we've been conditioned to believe that we have to trade. And it's not true. It's not true. As a matter of fact, I believe, and what we teach in the context of Move the Crowd and our work, is that success is actually a function of alignment. Meaning that when you are in the center of your values, when you are in the center of your gifts, And when you're in the center of the passionate contribution that you want to make, whether that's creating something or solving something, that that's when true success, the money, the the peace, the fulfillment, right? That's when it finds you. That's when it finds you. And so, you know, one is we have to debunk the myth of trade is the first thing I would say, right? And there are very pointed conversations we get into in the book that are about debunking that myth. The second thing is to recognize that each of us has a unique combination of talents, gifts, and abilities that we've been given and have cultivated that are uniquely ours to bring to the world. So we have a contribution to make. We have a proposition to make, right? And so within the context of profitability, we get to the heart of what is your unique proposition? What is that thing that if people could know about it, people could find it, people could access it, it would make all the difference in their lives and they would be willing to pay you for it. They would be willing to engage you around it and you would be willing to share it and teach it and offer it in whatever package it comes in, right? Some of us it's products, some of us it's services, right? Some of us it's knowledge, whatever it is, it belongs to us. And the truth is, if we don't bring it, Jenna, the world doesn't get it. Yeah. And I say that because often we look at the state of our world and if you're like me, we got a list of complaints about what's not working, 
about the state of our world. And I'm saying to y'all, that's the difference between you making your contribution and you not. Right. So if we want to get the world we want to see for ourselves, for our family, for our children, then we got to get on the court. (laughs) We got to get on the court and we can do it in a way that enables us to make lots of money and to make a difference in the lives or make a difference around the issues or the things that we most care about. What would you say to a woman listening that says, but I'm not an expert or my gifts aren't really that special. Everyone knows what I know. What would you say? Yeah. And I would say whatever this conversation is that we have about, you know, us not being special, that's the first hump we have to get over. Right. Because regardless of whether or not somebody may have a similar quote unquote skill set, they aren't carrying your story. They're not carrying your perspective. They're not carrying your unique experience. They're not going to do it the way you're going to do it. They're not going to teach it the way you're going to teach it. And Everyone who is looking to be served in our world, which is a lot of people, y'all, they're going to hear it differently. You know, right? Like I could say something, Jenna, and you could say something and the same person will hear it differently and will lean in differently and will be inspired differently. And so there is a reason that you are embodied in the way that you're embodied. And there's a reason you've been given the combination of talents and gifts that you've been given. And so, you know, when we start to get into the comparison game, which you and I both know happens all the time, God bless us, we forget all of the things that are unique to us in terms of our life experience and our perspective and our journey and what we've learned in terms of our point of view and that it isn't just the skills that we bring, but it's all these other aspects of who we are and all of this other realm of experience that also comes to the table. And that creates something very unique and very different for each of us. Yeah. And I, I just, I feel like people need to hear this because It's so often that we can just sit and listen to these beautiful stories of successful people and say, well, well, that worked for them, but it's not going to work for me. Or, well, you don't know what I've been through or you don't know the circumstances I'm in. And what I love about what you're saying is that like those circumstances, those stories, those are what set you apart. Those are your unique proposition. Those are the gifts and the things that you can bring that will cause different people to lean into the right messaging at the right time. And I feel like so often we feel like the things that hold us back are actually the things that will free us the most. Do you agree? Yeah, no question. No question. And that your life experience and everything that you've journeyed through in whatever way you've journeyed, right? Because some people, Jenna, even argued, well, I haven't had a hard time. So what could I, right? Because we understand, right? Like this is also about our hard-earned wisdom, right? So I haven't had a hard time. You know, what can I share in terms of my story? And the truth is that there are millions of people sitting on the sidelines in the same conversation, right? And you get to inspire them that even though I've had a life of privilege or even though I still care about our world, I still think these things are important. I still feel it's really important to be able to serve these people, you know, whoever those people are that you feel are most 
inclined and who you're most passionate about wanting to strengthen and create spaces for empowering, right? You know, I say it because obviously I hear both, both sides of the spectrum. I've been to hell and back. What could I possibly teach? Right. I didn't finish high school. What could I possibly teach to, you know, I come from incredible wealth. Mm -hmm. What could I possibly teach? Right. But you are, you know, your life experience, your knowledge, your skills, your abilities, your talent, like you've been given everything that you need. And, and this is where I am going to tip into spirit, Jenna, right? Like you've been divinely appointed every single one of you. Every single one of us been divinely appointed for whatever it is that we're supposed to do. And I actually find that it's more a question of can we surrender to it rather than what are all the things we need to go get to be good enough, to be ready enough to be able to serve. Mm. That leads me into the next question that I've been mulling over. Okay, so... One thing that I think of when I think of a lot of listeners, and and I'm guilty of this as well, is a lot of times we're tuning in to business podcasts or looking into mentors or joining courses. We need the blueprints. We need the systems. We want to hear how to get from point A to point B to point Z. And I want to know, like, how do you encourage like that self-work, that self-development, that soul work, that heart work? Like, what does that look like and how does it truly impact your success? Sometimes maybe even more than the blueprints. Yeah. Yeah. It is everything. It is everything because even your capacity to receive the knowledge contained in the blueprints is a direct correlation to the degree to which you believe you're worthy and capable of actually executing on it. Yeah. So we got to start there first. Who do you believe you are? And what is it that you've been taught? Or what is it that you've been inheriting? Or what is it that you've been operating from in terms of what you think you're capable of or not capable of, or what you think you're worthy of or not worthy of, or whose life you think it is? Is it yours or is it your mother's? Or your father's or your grandmother's or your niece's or your peer circle? You know, a lot of us with the best intentions are living for everybody else. And we haven't even created the time or the space to get clear about what it is that we want or what it is that we deserve. And so I talk a lot, Jenna, about permission. And I've been talking a lot recently about permission because a lot of us are lacking the self-invited, the self-created permission, the self-sanctioned permission to really discover What matters to us? What's important to us? And that personal work is everything because a lot of people build a lot of things and even quote unquote achieve success. And I put success in quotes because I do make a difference, Jenna, between people who have things and people are good at things and people who are truly successful. For me, there is a difference, right? And sometimes what happens is people become a prisoner to their own success, meaning they build the thing, but they're not excited about it, but they become held a prisoner to the money or they become held a prisoner to the notoriety or the fame, or they become a prisoner to all of the people whose paychecks 
depend on. You hear what I'm saying. And so our ability to do that self-work, that soul work, that personal growth and development work as an integral part of whatever it is we're building is everything because you want to build something that your heart and soul can stand behind. Yep. 100%. Let's pause here for a quick message about your future. Yeah, I know something about your future and I want for you to open your eyes up to it too. The people you long to serve, the world you want to change, the dream life you want to start living ASAP starts with something so simple, a great idea. It's time for you to find yours and you've already got the ingredients for it. Start here. I crafted the Bank on Your Genius quiz to help you take what you already know and build a life and a business that you love. Knowledge is a new currency. So find out if you have what it takes to take your genius all the way to the bank. All you need is just a few minutes and a let's see what happens kind of attitude. Check and check. You're ready to begin. Take the Bank on Your Genius quiz at jennacutcher.com slash bizquiz. That's jennacutcher.com slash B-I-Z-Q-U-I-Z. Hiring the right people is one of the best ways to help grow your business, but it shouldn't take time away from your other priorities. With LinkedIn Jobs, it doesn't have to. LinkedIn is how I do all of my hiring because it simplifies the whole process and allows me to make important decisions to grow my team. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so you can hire the right person fast. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability. LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. When it comes to hiring in the online business space, I sometimes feel like I'm looking for a unicorn. But every time I think the perfect team member just doesn't exist, I post the open position on LinkedIn, receive hundreds of applicants, and quickly sort the top contenders for a deeper look. It took me less than five days to hire our podcast manager, a copywriter, and integrator, all because LinkedIn streamlines the process and aligns me with the perfect people for the job. Find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash gold digger. That's linkedin.com slash gold digger to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Where would you recommend like starting? Let's say somebody's never invested in personal development or maybe their life is just so busy and they've gotten out of practice of like really just being still with themselves or quiet with themselves. What kind of things could they do today to just start getting more in tune with their heart? Yeah, make space. Two words, make space. We all, and this is, you know, it's in the DNA of our culture. We are all so busy tending to everything and everyone that just even giving yourself two minutes of silence with your coffee is a revolution, but we got to fight for it. We have to stand for it. You know, even if you got to close the bathroom door, you know, cause I know the little ones would be banging on the bathroom door, right? You got to close the bathroom door or you got to hide in the garage Take five extra minutes in the car before you walk in the house. Like whatever you need to do, we got to find that time because what happens in that time, Jenna, is we begin to listen and we begin to talk to ourselves in new ways and we begin to listen in new ways and building the muscle of being able to listen to our hearts and listen to our souls and listen to our higher wisdom 
this is where the guidance comes from. This is where the compass comes from. This is where the true blueprint comes from, is our ability to listen in those quiet times and to find more of those quiet spaces and to ask ourselves those sometimes challenging questions. Are you happy? Is this really where you're supposed to be? Is this really who you're supposed to be with? And sometimes we don't want to hear the answers because they requires change. It requires uncomfortable change. It requires a certain level of courage to make that change. And there's always the question of, if I make the change, Jenna, will my life really be different? Will it really be better? Or will I just get some variation of more of the same? And because we don't have the certainty of those answers, you know what I mean? As painful as it may be, or as boring as it may be, or as stuck as we may feel, we know this flavor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's our pain. Yeah. It's our stuckness. It's our, you know, fill in the blank, grouchy boss. And we know how to deal with that. Like we know how to kick up our heels on a Saturday night and get it solved. You know what I mean? Or, or take the pain away temporarily, but to make those real changes. And so, you know, I'm saying this, you all, and I know, I know, yes, that it can be hard to make those changes. It can require, you know, that handholding. It can require that sense of community and support and encouragement. And as much as I can, both through the pages of these books and through all these kinds of conversations, right, that we are having, Jenna, try to say to people like, you know, I got you. I feel you. I see you. And no matter how small, take that first step. And every day, just take one, one step. And it begins with creating and making room to start to have those heart-to-heart, eye-to-eye, soul-to-soul conversations with you and you. Mm, I love that. I feel like one of my biggest things that I always want to share with people is that the times that I was truly successful or the times that my business grew exponentially were times where I had margin to actually ask myself, what do I want to do and to get back in alignment? And I feel like it's so easy to create that hamster wheel and just get on it and keep running. And it's like, all of a sudden you're like, what am I even running towards? So I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Yeah. We deserve And I really want you all to take this in with all the love in my heart. I want you to know that you deserve to be fulfilled. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to make that contribution. And I have discovered, Jenna, through this work, like contribution is a human need. We need to give. We need to matter. Do you know what I mean? And so when we don't feel excited about the contribution we're making or we don't see the progress in the contribution we're making, it weighs on us. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of contributions, I'm holding a beautiful yellow contribution of yours to the world, which is your new book, The Calling, Three Fundamental Shifts to Stay True, Get Paid and Do Good. Can you walk me through the three fundamental shifts? Yeah. 
So, I'm excited about this. I love you. <laughs> so this is the blueprint, ladies. Like if you want the blueprint, this is the blueprint. And true to form, we start with you in the book, right? Yeah. So the three fundamental shifts, Jenna, come from the three primary concerns that as I have done this work over the past 30 years, as I have sat at the feet of thousands and thousands and thousands of people and from every walk of life and every context you can possibly imagine, the three concerns that come up for people are the first, who am I? Who am I to even feel like I can do this? This comes back to our worthiness conversation, right? And what we believe we're capable of or not capable of. Two, how am I going to feed my family? you know, which is often the number one concern. Like it's all yeah. great that I feel passionate about helping women find their greatness or helping people eat healthier, but how can I do that and pay my rent? And then the third question is, can I really make a difference? Will my contribution really matter? Will it tilt the scale or move the needle in any kind of way? Right. And so the shifts that I'm inviting us into are the first one, which is about staying true. And in the staying true, it's recognizing and honoring that in the truth of us lies all of the answers to all of the questions we could possibly ask. This is where that time and that space comes in. And in the journey to stay true, we move from victim to vision. That's the first shift from being someone who's at the mercy of our life circumstances to becoming a conscious, active creator in the life we want to live in the world we want to see. So that's the first shift, the stay true shift. The second shift is the get paid shift. And that is also moving from being someone who is at the mercy of kind of economy where we have money or we don't have money and it's based upon all these external circumstances to moving to a place of abundance and really being, again, a conscious, active shaper in what we want to offer to the world and what we want to be compensated and what we want to be rewarded for, right? And so that shift from scarcity to abundance to believing that there is enough that we are enough and that those who need us most are just waiting for us to bring what it is that we're here to bring. And that's in the center of that second shift. The third shift, which is the do good shift, moves us from a place of fear and self-doubt to a place of love and true contribution. You know, we go from being concerned about whether or not we have something to offer and whether or not the things that we're passionate about really matter to understanding that we were created to bring our contribution to the world and to affect the very thing that we're most passionate about. In other words, everything that you're grappling with was tailor-made for you. And if we're able to bring a contribution that keeps us vibrant and inspired as opposed to drained and depleted. If we were able to come from a place of knowing that we aren't working at it alone, that we're working in concert with millions and millions of other people who we do not know, but who are joining hands with us to do that great work, 
then all of a sudden it isn't just me shooting in the dark. It's me being a part of this incredible movement that helps people meditate more and relieve stress, that helps people eat healthier and become more energized and vibrant in their bodies that helps women stand up against violence and abuse that help. You know what I mean? Like it's like we can name all of the frontiers of contribution. And there's something at least for me about knowing that even in this conversation that there's you Jenna doing your work, like I'm doing my work, right? Like all of the other people we know, we love and admire are doing their work and we're shoulder to shoulder and heart to heart with them, whether we have a personal relationship with them or not. There's something for me that allows me to rest easy. It's like, oh, I can do my part and they're going to do their part and we're going to get the world we want. Like we're going to get there. We've all just got to do our part. It's all it is. We got to move from fear to love and lean in. It's so beautiful and it's so true. And I feel like so much of it is just these mindset shifts that we grapple with and we battle with and and we don't want to believe are true for us. And I just want to know, like, what have you when working with so many different women through all the ways that you work with people? How do you help people shift their mindsets from scarcity to abundance, from like letting wealth control their thoughts and their situations, like all of those things? Because I feel like it's something to acknowledge that you have a limiting mindset, but it's another thing to like release that and truly believe in what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a great question. In the book, in each of these sections, I walk you through a six step transformative process to be able to let go. And it literally is the first three steps are all about recognizing, understanding, and then releasing, (laughs) right? And then creating from a new place, being in action and celebrating, right? So literally the six steps are first awareness, right? Because until you can see it, Jenna, nothing you can do about it, right? Second step, acceptance. And this is our willingness to own and see and tell the truth about where we are and what works for us about it and what doesn't, right? The third step for us is forgiving. And that is so important because it's about releasing ourselves and releasing others, situations, circumstances, people, society, you know, feel what I'm like. In other words, in step three, we got to let all of that go. Anything that has us bound, anything that has us stuck, anything that has us in emotions or tendencies or habits that keep us from the very thing that we most want, need, and desire. And then in step four, once we've done that, once we've cleared the slate, it's room for new vision. We get to reimagine. We get to redefine. We get to re-architect. Step five is then we get to take action aligned, right action in service to and in celebration of the new vision of the new belief that we've created. And then finally, celebration, step by step, seeing our progress, honor and acknowledging that we're on a new path, that we've made a new decision, and that we're moving in concert with that new decision every single day in every single way, no matter how big, no matter how small. Mm. 
I feel lighter after talking to you. <laughs> like, I feel like, yes, like we can do this. And the world is a beautiful place and the possibilities are endless. And like, we all just have something to contribute and the world is just hungry for what it is. And it's just, it's so beautiful because this messaging is so needed these days when, like you said, we're just, we're drawn to comparison and we're watching everyone else and we're believing that what's true for them can't possibly be true for us. And oh my gosh, just holding this book in my hands, it's like, it's like the holy grail of this discussion. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about the process of writing the book and now putting it into the hands of people all around the world. Yeah. For me, writing this book, I mean... For anybody out there that's ever written a book, you know it takes something. I mean, boy, does it take something, right? So it was a lot of pep talks. It was a lot of, come on, Rock, get up off the couch. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I literally, I was telling someone the other day, Jenna, like I had to break it down step by step by step, as simple as stand up, walk to the chair, sit in the chair, cut on the computer. You know what I mean? Write one word. But I will say to you, once I got into it, it was really about allowing myself to be a vessel and just letting the message, letting the wisdom download through me. It was a soul conversation between me and the page. And all I kept thinking about as I was writing was you, that one woman who is looking at me asking those questions that you're asking, Jenna, right? Like, okay, how do I shift my mindset? Okay, how do I make money? Okay, can I really make a difference? Show me how, tell me how, you know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. step by step. And I just kept staying with her and staying with her questions. And, you know, in the book, not only do I give you the concepts and the tools and the skills and the blueprint, but I also give you the stories. There are over 40 stories of people from every walk of life, every background, because I want you all to see how this work looks in the lives of everyday people, you know, and whether your greatest aspiration is super mom or super mogul or both like this is your, this is your blueprint. You know, like I'm talking to you, yes. <laughs> I'm talking to you, beloved, I'm talking to you, you know, and that was the goal. That was the oh, goal. Well, you have 100 million percent completed that goal. And I'm just so excited for this book to get in the hands of so many women who are desperately needing this messaging. Where can everybody connect with you and find the book and all of the goodness? Like how can everyone get more raw in their lives? I love you. Thank you for saying that. So, <laughs> so the book is available at all major book outlets, you know, and I just want to give like give a shout out to St. Martin's Press, who is our publisher. So the book is everywhere. Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, like all of the different booksellers, Apple books, you can get it everywhere. The book is also available on Audible, which I'm so thrilled about in terms of for those of us who, you know, on the go need the audio version. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I got you. <laughs> and so all of the major outlets you can get, and then you can find us at move the crowd. M as in Mary, E as in Eric, move the crowd. M E as in move me. And that is the name of the company. That's the name of our movement. And then more about the book backslash the calling. So move the crowd. M E 
backslash the calling and all of the goodies and the resources will be there as well. So when you get the book, just know I got you, you know, come find us with the link in the book and all the goodies, all the downloadable tips and the work, the worksheets and all of those things are available to you both in the book, as well as if you want to, you know, print them down yourself and write inside of them. Uh, We've just made it easy to have all of the tools available as you go through and experience the journey of the book. So, well, let me just say from me and everyone else, thank you for answering your calling because the work that you do makes such a difference. I'm so, so thankful to have had this conversation with you today. Tana, thank you. Thank you for this incredible community that you've created. You know, I love you. And ladies, listen, all my love, like really just in the conversation today and in the pages of this book is all of my love extended to you. It's your time, beloveds. It's your time. We need you. We want you. Our world only gets better because of you. So let's get it. (laughs) Oh, her conversation. I just, my soul feels lighter after listening to Ra and being in her presence this past year. She is everything and more than what she shared today. I am so excited for her to get her book out into the world and to impact even more lives. And I am so, so grateful for this conversation that we get to share with you today. I hope you feel empowered and inspired and ready to live out your life's greatest purpose in the way that Ra shared today. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. 